When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby lose. Please welcome A.H., Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Wasn't that a great game? St. George Illawarra smashing the Sharks at Shark (laughs) Park. Now, look, we'll be talking about that and everything else from round three in just a moment, but I think introductions are in order. So this is a new show. We're called The Back Row. Please be kind to us. It's The Back back Row with A.H., Chris and Rose. I'm A.H. Cayley. You'll get used to it. Chris Gale, how are you going? How do you think I'm going, A.H.? West Tiger 6, Canberra 46. I'm dreadful. <laughs> and uh, Andrew Rose, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, A.H. It's amazing to be here in this fancy Triple M studio. I'm a little bit worried about the security guards outside, but I think they're just there to get us away if we suck at this. Yeah, I reckon it'll be fine. <laughs> so, look, we should we should um, uh, put our cards on the table, put our colours out there. We'll start with you first, Rose. Yep. You not only cheer for, but also work for one of the comp's most hated teams. Yes, I work for the evil empire. The enemy that is the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. I do the game day enemy. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks very much. I do the music for their game days. I'm also a lifelong fan and proud of it. No one's going to tell me any different. Yeah, good on you. Chris? Yes, I What do you go for? Well, I'm a card-carrying West Tiger supporter. <laughs> good joke, Chris. Thank you very much. I come from the Balmain side of the marriage. I walked out of 1989 Grand Finals saying we'll never come back. I worked out of the 99 West Tigers merger, said it was possible, never believing that we would win the competition six years later, and I've been paying for it ever since. What about you, A.H.? Who do you support? Well, here we go. So I go for the St. George Illawarra Steelers. Okay. Uh, A lot of people call them the Dragons. I'm not sure. I think it's an in-joke. I'm not sure. I don't really get it. Look, (laughs) I was actually reflecting. So I'm from the Illawarra. I'm also an Irish woman. Um, Mum's from Belfast. And so on St. Patrick's Day, I was reflecting on how the two things I want the most in my life is Steelers back in, in first grade and the reunification of Ireland. And, of course, with all the Brexit stuff, it now actually looks like that one is more likely. They do a lot of drinking on St. Patrick's, though. That would be right. I'm still recovering. Now, look, we should um, get into round one. Wasn't that an incredible game just there? Sharks uh, losing to... Incredible for me. But it was just a fun game, wasn't it? What they say is forget the form. When the Sharks play the Dragons, doesn't matter where it is, Throw the form guide out the window. It'll be a great game. I have to concede, I enjoyed the footy. It was mm. well done. Yeah. And well done the Steelers? Dragons. Steel, yeah. Dra- yeah Still Dragons. Still Dragons. <laughs> yeah, well, so it was quite funny at halftime. Uh, whoever does the Sharks social media accidentally typoed. They meant to write that we hit the sheds, but instead they wrote we shit the sheds. And they certainly <laughs> shat the field, didn't they? <laughs> Would have made more sense at Ramonda Stadium. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Then you've got that waste clear up. Let, let me tell you, the Occupational Health and Safety Officer at Shark Park would have just been going into meltdown at that particular time. Mm, absolutely. That's off to the Dragons, though. They got it done. Sorry, the Steelers. Oh, look, no, we can look. Yeah, I think that joke's gone as, <laughs> uh, as as far as it can. Good stuff for the Dragons. So, did you go? Did you boys have any favourite moments from that match? I certainly did. I mean, I want to first of all pay my respects to the Triple M callers, Anthony Maroon, Bill Harrigan, and Jimmy the Cerebral Run Smith. I thought mm-hmm. they did a fantastic job. <laughs> my favourite moments. So we've got the job already, mate. It's <laughs> That's fine. Right. I'm working hard. Hi, boys. Um, but to me, my favourite moment was working out that the, the whoosh that I've been hearing, which I thought it was in my head, actually signifies the fifth tackle. <laughs> so I've learned something tonight. Oh, the fifth gorgeous? tackle whoosh. That was certainly my uh, best moment of the game. Yeah. I think my favourite moment of the game was uh, Fifi going, 
hard on McCrone. I thought that was that was a good funny moment. Yeah, Stepped up big man. Yeah. If you put your head there, the hand should be able to go down. How that was a penalty against Fafita, I'll never know. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm with Chris on this one. I'm sorry. He was yeah. putting a figure four leg lock it, on him. He, he had him in the sharpshooter. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Look, you can never say that Fifi doesn't have uh, doesn't have passion for the game. Yep. Look, this is the back row in Sydney's Triple M, where. Um, going to be taking off the training wheels pretty soon I reckon but we're going to be talking about um, Raiders Tigers and Manly Cowboys right after this The Back Row on Triple M The Back Row on Sydney's Triple M with AH Chris and Rose we are literally the arse end of Triple M's footy coverage every week now we just um, we just sort of wrapped up round one introduced mm-hmm. who we are and uh, the, la- the the game before that today was a pretty uh, yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about that game. One. So, Chris, you're a Tigers supporter. Let's talk Raiders Tigers. What was the score on that one, Rose? I'll, I'll, I'll just refresh your memory, Ah and Chris. It was the Raiders forty six, the Tigers six points. It was anyone's game. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Smith just came in and said hello, and I've just forgotten everything else. It was just so exciting. But oh, no. damn, be cool, honey. <laughs> listen, Write it in your diary, not on air. <laughs> I am a card-carrying West Tiger supporter, and I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. I do have a few things to say about the game, however. First of all, I am over the Viking clap. I've had my dose of clap for the season. Yes. <laughs> I don't want any more of it. You can get antibiotics what? for that, mate. Now they've got a horn. They've got this huge horn they blow. Yeah, and of course, Same. last week they had tongue on the horn. Yeah. Today they had the croaker on the horn. All sorts of medical of conditions. It. But look, I want to look for the positives that come out of the Tigers. Uh, last season, we were beaten uh, where the Raiders ran up 60 against us, then 52. Mm-hmm. Today, 46. So that's a 14-point improvement <laughs> over three games. So the defense is going in the right direction. Unfortunately, right now, our offense is like St. George's. That's George, St. George Illawarra. St. George Illawarra. I'm Thank sorry. You. So um, it's a tough time at the Tigers. I've just uh, looked there on the monitors and there's a rather mournful JT and Woodsy. Mm, and, you know, yeah. the rumblings about the big four, Moses, Brooks, Tedesco, Woods, they want to know who the coach is. I'll tell you who the coach might be. It could be Toddy Payton. The drums, let alone Ooh. the Canberra horn, is sounding right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, uh, tough times. Uh, and we've got the Storms at Leichhardt next week and uh, Rugby League is about redemption. I'll be washing in uh, Henley Bay trying to get redeemed in that particular game. Mm, a, a, a rugby league back, baptism. Yes, please. The, the Storm do like a local ground, though. They tipped us on the local ground before, the Belmore. Yeah, we've always done pretty well against the Storms at Leichhardt, though, so I can, I, I'll, I'll be there, I'll be cheering, I'll be here crying afterwards, I think, anyway. Mm. <laughs> Speaking well, of Canberra, we've, we've got a favourite uh, son from Canberra. That, yeah, uh, we absolutely do. Someone who I certainly hope is tuning in is Dennis Carnahan, who you've probably heard him. He's on the on the grill team uh, footy show. You've heard him around. He does Rugby League, the musical, which has its 2017 season launch next Saturday at the Bridge Hotel in Roselle, which is a beautiful little rhyme. Nice. Sounds good. But yeah, very funny. Last time I, I think... I've seen it twice now. Last time I went, like, Todd Greenberg was sitting behind me. The next day it was, like, Jeff Toovey and the Badger family. <laughs> did, he crack a, did he crack a laugh or yeah. was he just stone-faced? Yeah, bloody loved it, bloody loved it. But anyway, so Manly Cowboys, what was the score, Chris? Well, Chris, go on. How about you, Carl? Oh, I'm not going to tell you the score. Rose. That's uh, not my job. Manly got the upset, in my opinion, 30 points to eight over the Cowboys. Now, look, let's, let's be honest here. The Cowboys had two golden point rounds in a row. Mm. A lot of injuries riddled the team at the moment. Uh, a lot of us probably should have seen, should have seen this coming, but mm. Manly tipped him. Rose, are you saying the Cowboys looked tired last night? They looked tired. They yes. had to be tired for Manly to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's an interesting thing about the Cowboys. So they, firstly, Cowboys, Broncos, please just put them on every round. Yeah, it's right. amazing. But so it always goes to Golden Point. Um, mm-hmm. Well, at least, you know, it has the last few, which is 
God, it's just so much fun. It's great rugby league. But they're always buggered the game after, which yes. is a problem that they had in the finals last year when mm-hmm. they played uh, against the Sharks at, yep. um, at Allianz. They were just completely rooted after beating the Bronx. Yes, well, it certainly seemed to be that knock-on effect last night. But what I'm interested about is that Manly have been shocking through two rounds and then all of a sudden, surprise, surprise, out at Fortress Lotto Land, <laughs> there's inner turmoil in the board and the administration. Bob, and do we need to call him Bozo Fulton? <laughs> I think we just call him Bozo. Up against new CEO Tim Cleary. Nepotism allegations, all sorts of chaos. Manly only win when they're in turmoil off the field. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It, to me, it was like a wrestling play. Yeah. Just, it was completely manufactured. They're actually there, both enjoying a snifty of brandy, going, snifter of brandy, I should say, <laughs> saying, this will get, get our season turned around. Yeah. And it absolutely worked. And Peter Peters bought in. Rose, have you heard about this? No, hit me. Peter Peters, you know, manly legend, 73 grand final, bloodbath, dot, dot, dot. He went, wanted to go in and defend Baz, who was under siege after two rounds, and DCE mm-hmm. was gigging away. And he said, I'm sick of these anonymous keyboard warriors who've never played the game having to go to the achievers that do. Here, here. And they're sitting at home eating a sausage roll, criticising people are out there doing something like the manly players and Baz. True. Well, I want to say to Peter Peters, we're those keyboard warriors. We oh. just happen to leave home to come here. And oh, Felix, yeah. if you can get us some access to some sausage rolls, <laughs> I'll have mine with barbecue sauce. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, one quick thing about Manly. You were speaking about our turmoil off the field, turmoil on the field, turmoil in the field. I just, oh, molto bene. Mwah. This is a, a club that is still under a match-fixing cloud and they name their stadium... Lotto Land. It's I beautiful. bloody love this sport. I, I bloody love, love this sport. It's it's growing on me on by the week. I'm enjoying Lotto Land <laughs> more as the week. I love it from day one. I yeah. think it's a, it's incredible branding. They they do what they do, and and that's all great. Look, yeah. this is the back row on Triple M. Uh, we're literally the arse end of uh, uh, Triple M's rugby league coverage each week. You bet on. Yeah. The back row on Triple M rugby league from the cheap seats. We've been talking about everything from round three. We're going to continue that. But later on in the show, we're going to be talking about our who we nominate for our back rower of the week, Ooh. why the uh, NRL should um, embrace nostalgia, and also a little segment that I like to call Just the Tip. But first, Roosters-Panthers. Mm. I have a lot to say about that game. I am furious about that game. Bring me the head. I'm, I'm not even a Panther supporter, but bring me the head of Henry Perinara. <laughs> Well, I'll give you the score first, AH, for those listening. Roosters win 14 points to 12 over the Panthers in a very, very close game. A very, very good game by both teams. Very Physical close. Encounter. Very <laughs> close. Terrible calls throughout. I, you know, I think, I think maybe, you know, in a first show, you work out what roles that you slip into. And I think perhaps I'm going to be the 2v. Unless I'm blind, that should have been a bloody. <laughs> so we're at the end. We've got about 30 seconds to go in the game. Um, where on the Panthers' try line, almost, bloody high tackle from the Roosters. Mm. Ball gets dropped. I'm there at my local watching it. One of the security guards has jumped in. We're all going, penalty, penalty. Yeah. No. No penalty. Roosters' ball goes to a scrum. Siren goes. That penalty would have taken it to, uh, taken it to what, 14 uh, all? 12 all. 12 all, rather. 12 all. Oh, no, 14 all. 14, 14 all. 14 all. Golden yeah. point. Uh, it's two things. First of all, referees are people too. <laughs> I want you to understand that. No. And secondly, there's also the good guy rule. So it was Michael Gordon, Michael Flash R. Gordon, mm-hmm. who executed the questionably high tackle on Tyrone Peachy. Questionably? And the referees, because they do down. this recognition training with the flashes on the video screens, they go, good guy, Michael Gordon wouldn't do it, play on. <laughs> well done. 
<laughs> NRL referees, I take my hat off to. Well, look, there were a lot of line calls by the refs, but I was tipping the roosters, so I was kind of okay with it. Yeah, I was delighted. Oh, look, I tip the roosters as well, but I believe What's in justice yeah, everywhere in I justice. go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll tell you it what, all. the good guy rule, like, do you reckon that's what um, Cameron Smith gets away with every week? But no. also how? No, JT gets away with it all the time as well, yeah, the good guy rule. That. There's good guy, bad guy, and then there's the social elite rule. Mm. Yep. And that's a very uh, rarefied atmosphere with JT, Cameron Smith, that's about it. Yeah. Well, then you've also got G.I. in there, I reckon. G.I. He's would a, be there. He's a, a real gentleman of the game. And, of course, we had um, Knights Rabbitohs. Speaking of gentlemen of the game. Speaking of gentlemen of the game. I'm really excited for the Knights. I was saying all last year, you know, like, yeah, they're a young team. Give them a couple of years. They're going to be great. And we can see that transition period um, at the moment. It yep. was, yeah. It was well, they, did, they put up a good fight. The Rabbits did get the win, 24 points to 18. But I'm with the AH. I like the Knights this year. I'm just proud of myself for tipping them in the second round to get their first win in 19 rounds. So mm. I'm all over the Knights. But the Rabbits did get the win in the end with a very physical, yep. very physical, violent game. It was all about the sin bins, really, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. George Burgess throwing elbows. I was actually at a Bucks party yesterday uh, for Chris. Uh, good luck to him and Courtney and the impending nuptials. They're crazy kids. And we went axe throwing in St. Peter's. If we'd known there were elbows being thrown <laughs> up the road, up the F1, at McDonald Jones Stadium, we would have been up there. It would have been more fun. You went axe throwing. We were axe throwing. Let me tell you, it really sharpens the mind when you arrive at the axe throwing venue and there's an ambulance out the front. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody being treated. You go, we're in for a wild ride. Anyway, we, were, we, we emerged relatively unscathed but missed out on the, uh, the elbow of Burgess and also, again, Trent Hodko Hodkinson mm-hmm. when South's win a scrum against the feed going, ref, you just cost us the game. Refs are people too, Hodko. In the bin for you, 10 minutes. Go the refs. I tell you what, I'm team Burgess. In the uh, in the the elbowing incident there, because he got you know he's been playing in the I was about to say New South Wales Cup, the Intrust Super Premiership, which is a terrible terrible name and I hate it. Um, In the New South Wales Cup, he's sort of only just been brought back up, and he gets told you'll be going way back down to the New South Wales Cup after that. Bam, elbow. Okay, I'll say this though, as an MMA fan and a wrestling fan, that was a pretty solid elbow. If that was an MMA fight, they'd be Joe Rogan would be screaming about how textbook good that elbow was. But in fairness, it's Rock a solid game. sledge. I'd run that defense if yeah. he does appeal it. Yeah. Because he'll get two weeks if he doesn't appeal it. I run the risk. Go for three. Go for it, George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the back row on Sydney's Triple M with AH, Chris and Rose. Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Steve Mascord in his Discord column wrote a wonderful little piece about embracing nostalgia, um, which uh, I agree with entirely. But before that, we're going to be talking about Titans, Eels, Bulldogs, Warriors Woo! and Storm Broncos. Song. The sound of silence. Sounds like the Sharks' offense right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is the back row in Sydney's Triple M. We are literally the arse end of Triple M's footy coverage every week. And this is our first show. And we've been going through everything from round three so far. Mm-hmm. Titans Eels. Rose, yes. what was the score? Titans, a uh, bit of an upset here. Uh, Titans got uh, over on the Eels 26 points to 14. Uh, none of us picked the Titans to win this. No. Chris? There's a tagline to this game, and that's no Norman, no win. The absence of Corey Norman. <laughs> and so like no woman, no cry. Something like that. I mean, they were a rabble without their halfback guiding them around the park. Mm. And uh, all that initial hype for Parramatta, all this just shows is that you can't work out anything after three rounds, yep. except in our case, the Tigers were in huge trouble. But what I can reveal from that game are two things. First of all, uh, Gold Coast superstar Ryan James actually was playing Sounds of Silence by the Disturbed, <laughs> the Disturbed on his phone to get himself in the mood for the game until the NRL impound the telephones about 30 minutes before game time because of some 
Oh, is that where it went wrong? That's right. Some background concern. So he went from listening to the sounds of silence to the last 30 minutes before game time listening in silence. <laughs> and the other thing the other thing that comes out of this game is what is Parramatta going to do about that jersey sponsorship issue? Oh. It just isn't a great look with those big letters para. I like it. Do you like it? I like it. I think it's good. It's old school. If you're not going to have a sponsor there, just chuck your name in abbreviation. Well, That's what it's, I say. It speaks to branding, doesn't it? It speaks to branding. <laughs> do you know what one of their sponsors is? And I think this uh, this is quite, uh, quite apt given that, you know, there have been certain sort of Parramatta controversies. One of their sponsors is 1-800-POO-MAN. What's that? <laughs> if ever there was a group of poo men in the game, I and, think at the and, moment. And if ever they were needed, apparently it was at halftime in the sheds down at Sharks Dragons today. Yeah, exactly, where they, where they ship Call, the sheds. What's that 1-800 number again? <laughs> Guys, enough about the Titans heels. Can we talk about the doggies getting a win? Yes, no. we can, no. baby. Yeah, oh, no, come on now. Doggies. Look, go. I, look, I know I'm seconds. the enemy here. But the dogs finally got a win. We went to we went to a Dunedin in a beautiful indoor stadium there. That apparently the ground was described like a cricket pitch. Twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because uh, that's uh, that's one of your home grounds as well, isn't it? Because you have so many uh, New Zealander players on the team. Is that right? So every year we do one home game away from our normal home ground. So when mm-hmm. I started with the dogs three seasons ago, it was up Central Coast. Last year we went to Wellington, and this year we're back uh, in New Zealand again in Dunedin. Obviously because our CEO Railing Castle former history uh, working for New Zealand Netball, mm. has a lot of ties there. And we have a lot of New Zealand players there as well. My team does that an awful lot. We play away from our regular home ground. It's called Cogra. Okay. We, we don't have a regular home ground. We've got <laughs> ANZ, Campbelltown, Leichhardt. We don't even have an RSL. <laughs> <laughs> We've got no lease club. <laughs> no, I'm happy to, for the dogs to get a win. I think it was a big tense moment for Des Hasler there. He's never had seven losses in a row. So I think we're all a bit nervous. And uh, thank God we ran up against the myth that is the Warriors. we got to win. The professor will be less mad. Yes. Storm Broncos, boys. What was the score, Rose? Thursday night, Storm Broncos. Storm tipped the Broncos in the end, 14 points to 12. There's a couple of things that come out of this game, AH. I mean, uh, a lot of controversy about Sam Thiday working the injured thumb of Kiwi captain Jesse Bromwich. How did you feel about that? Is it fair game? Oh, God, don't put me on the spot. I don't know. Like, my feeling is no. But here's my other feeling. Sam Thiday, I like him so much that, honestly, he could go out and, like, slaughter players on the field. Like, even during Origin. You know, during Origin where, like, for me at least, for the period, maybe like a month before and after the Origin period starts, I just hate Queensland. As friends, we can't talk anything like that. Still, though, even in Origin Friday, I'm like, honestly, he could go out there and stab someone in the throat, and I'm like, that, that really? cheeky, <laughs> cheeky thought. Oh, we need villains in the game, don't we? Nah, good on him. I, I'm, I'm with, I'm, I'm with this move, right? Because every, the, almost every rugby league game I watch, when someone gets up to play the ball, the defending marker will step on their hand. It's, it's a known thing that happens in rugby league. Just because he has a sore thumb, we can't get on fire day for it. He's doing his job. So you're saying it's a tradition. It's a tradition. It it's part of rugby league. Jokes well, aside, it's grubby as hell. Yeah, it's a grub. It's a grub. <laughs> it's, it's a grub, a grub. move. <laughs> but, but the new school comparison is when the Tigers <laughs> caress GI to the ground after the poor darling hurt his knee in oh. round one. I mean... I, I just I just can't see it. I don't like it. I think work the thumb, work the thumb, work the thumb. <laughs> Speaking of work the thumb, please don't work yours on the dial because this is our first show and we promise we'll be finished soon. This is The Back Row. The Back Row. Oh, oh with his pants down, he's got his bum showing. The arse end of Triple M's footy coverage. Oh, by golly, you could park a push bike in there. I mean, literally the arse end. Hell yeah, you could park a push bike in there. <laughs> I'd say one of those fat bikes, to be honest. Yeah, I reckon. So, yes, this is the back row, and we were talking. We just finished wrapping up uh, the round that was, and now going into quite a controversial um, facet of the game, I think. Okay. And that is black boots, baby. What? 
So uh, it was Nick Walshaw, wasn't it? Yes. So he made a commentary this week about the um, the the spectacle of so many players copying in um, Frizzell's footsteps and wearing black boots onto the field. And he's what did he say? It was like so it makes it the game look like it's a Megadeth concert. <laughs> he <What>? said, <laughs> Nick- I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got inside the head of Tyson Frizzell, and Lord knows I've wanted to. But Nick asserts that Tyson says he wants all of rugby league to resemble a Megadeth concert, D-E-A-T-H. I yeah, mean, he spelt it wrong. So that means he wants rugby league to look like a darkened room full of a lot of disaffected 30-something training to 40-something males Wear a with long hair, having washed it for years, and they're, they're absolutely... Negative about anything. I think that's a good look for rugby league. With a Metallica song playing, of course. Of course. So we flash back to the <laughs> Please accept your Grammy. Dave Mustaine. I don't know. I find this to be a pretty silly uh, criticism. But at the same time, back when it was just Frizzell doing it, do you know, it looks like, you know, Thursday afternoon sport at school, you brought in your sports uniform, but you forgot to bring your sneakers. Right. So you have to wear your, like, your black leather clocks onto the, onto the footy field. That's how it looks for me. It's strange. I didn't even notice it was a trend. And oh. he's going on like it's this big thing. Is it really this big a thing? You go have Mate, a look. We Blake Austin was doing it today, yeah. Jack DeBellin? Yep. I mean, he's taken off the man bun, yep. grown a hipster beard, uh-huh. wearing the black boots. Wow. I mean, he's like three trends rolled into one. Mm. I don't know. I don't think he's ever been to a Megadeth concert, though. We've been to a Megadeth concert <laughs> together, Chris. We sure have. All right, boys. Put your dicks away. <laughs> <laughs> and they seem like lovely people, metal guys. They're very soft on do the you, inside. Do you know, actually, when I was younger, I worked on the door of a nightclub on Oxford Street, and yep. we did uh, it was it was a, a music club club the nicest crowds were the metal crowds the metal they guys. were so lovely he's got it all wrong it's, felix agrees with us felix, yeah, felix you're, you're a metal head aren't you, you felix? get on the mic felix <laughs> <laughs> right. i mean that's the point you went to Soundwave. sadly gone mm-hmm. it's the music of the disaffected everyone's got their dare i say their colors their jerseys on yep, yep. be it disturbed oh, you're onto something thank here. you very much mm. Metal fans are like Anthrax, Slayer. That's the thing, because metal gigs are the only gigs where you can get away of wearing the shirt, get away with wearing the shirt of the band you're going to see, and it's just like liking rugby. It's like going to a game. Yeah, like going to a game. So the more the black boots happen, the more metal becomes league, the happier the NRL will be. Bring it on. Well, look, so, um, yeah, Nick Walshaw and I guess us as well, not too pleased about the um, the uh, embracing of the black boots there. But something else that, that's been spoken about this week that needs to be embraced is nostalgia. Mm. Steve Mascord put out a piece that I agree with completely in his Discord <laughs> column. Chris, do you want to sum up what he said? Steve Mascord, uh, a.k.a. Triple M Sideline I on occasions, mm. has said the rugby league needs to bring back the good old days. He says that there is marketing and money and all those people who shelled out to go to the Gunners concerts mm-hmm. that they want to be related to. They're the guys looking for hours for the John Jansen 1981 rugby league card. I guess you Dragon slash Steelers fans would be doing that. <laughs> and the opportunities yeah, are all right, all right. In the And they should be called the Reggies, by the way. Forget this in-trust, super-trust premiership the in New Reggies, South Wales. I like that. That's nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, that's good. In the Reggies, Illawarra are no longer the cutters because they've lost yeah. their sponsorship. Well, oh, God, it's well, so... Look at her, look at her it's getting mad. so stupid. So... <laughs> so New South Wales Cup side was brought in. We can't call them the Steelers because we're trying to get sponsors. They called it the Cutters and got Illawarra Cole as their sponsor. Now Illawarra Cole has pulled out, so the name has to go, which is weird as hell. Mm. So we're just called Illawarra. So it's like up the RLFC. Um, <laughs> and then also the bloody logo is that dragon. Oh. Here's the thing. As, a, as a, a person from the Illawarra, you know, we did get the rough end of the stick on that... Um, on the merger, on the merger. And for, what was it? They came in in, what, 2012? So, you know, for like, for five seasons, it felt like we had something that was ours. Mm-hmm. And 
<laughs> Excuse me, I'm tearing up. <laughs> you are going getting to, emotional, aren't you? Got some here games, or something. You know, the Steelers jerseys came out. So then they announced that we're no longer called the Cutters. We're just Uluora. And, uh, and Rugby League Week, which we'll get to in just a second, Rugby League Week came out and said we can um, say we've heard the rumour and we can announce that they're going to be called the Steelers. So I got really excited. No, we're still called the Illawarra Nothing, which is how <laughs> the St. George admin feel about us. But we have the Steelers Club logo across the front. If it looks like a Steeler, quacks like a Steeler, call it a bloody Steeler. It's a dragon. Yeah. Um, but Rose, can we... Can... <laughs> well, that's the thing. As far as I'm concerned, this is just one step towards the admin going, oh, by the way, yeah, we've decided on a name. You're the St. George Illawarra Dragon. You know what I like about you, A.H.? You don't let it get Everything? to you. Everything? You don't let it get to you. Oh, Rose, can we throw her a bone? Me off, Rose. Can we start the... <laughs> Bring back the Steelers campaign here. Oh, sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> if it's just going to stop AH from getting angry. Just me time. and Tony Mather. <laughs> and, and quickly on the same lines as uh, as we head to a break, <laughs> uh, uh, Mascot has pointed out all that intellectual property in Rugby League Week you could bring back. For example, the cover that Kerry Boosted did as Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. and the amazing tagline, get this, the boss of wingers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, and finally, there's a little bit of a move. Perhaps the North Sydney Bears coming back into yes. the rugby league. That would yes. be a great thing, just like the Newtown Jets. And you don't really have to change the logo much to put them on the Gold Coast. Just call them the North of Sydney Bears. <laughs> <laughs> back row and Sydney's Triple M. We have a pretty exciting segment. Oh, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> First show. Let's go. That's because it has the words pretty exciting segment written in your book. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't look down at my notes, so I was like, all right, we're moving into it. And uh, Okay, hang on, let me try again. Okay, go. Ooh, everyone take a breath. Okay. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M with AH, Chris and Rose. Coming up, we've got a brand new segment called <laughs> Back Rower of the Week. Yes, this is Back Rower of the Week. And Chris, right. who do you nominate for our Back Rower of the Week? Okay, um, I'm going to nominate uh, Nikki from The Biggest Loser. Uh, right. I'm, not, I'm nominating. Be- Interesting, right? Because uh, you know, I've read the form guide. She's got an offload in her, <laughs> and she's got a step. But she's coming to the show at 78 kilograms, mm. and I just feel we've got to get her onto the field now because if she drops some weight on this show, she just won't be robust <laughs> enough for the rough and tumble of rugby league. How, but- ca- how can you go on Biggest Loser if you only if you only weigh 78 kilos? Like I don't understand it. She's she's not that much bigger than I am. I'll tell you what. To me and Chris, she's an inspiration already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She hasn't even done anything, and I'm inspired by her. So. It's, it's kind of postmodern, I think. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's, it, we have to reevaluate what being a biggest loser is. But uh, she's certainly someone I'd like to see tested on the rugby league field, the paddock, yes. before it's too late. Mm, absolutely. So you think that, that once that weight goes, she's just going to be terrible on a rugby league side, whereas now right she's bloody great. Right now she's mobile, and to use Joey John's favourite word, she's agile. Mm-hmm. But, uh, she I cries think, a lot. I think she's... She, if she's 60 kgs ringing wet because she's crying, she's just going to get smashed. I haven't, like, I, I, I haven't even watched it, but Gogglebox is probably my favourite TV show. People oh, sledge like crazy. It Watch it. It's so good. So all I've seen is the Gogglebox bit of that and just every per- – oh, gosh, she's crying again. She sure does cry. A bit. It's an That's emotional just- process, AH. Yeah. I reckon it's so in total I've probably seen about three minutes of it all put together and she just oh. cried for like two and a half. We yep. need more Is emotion it because in she league? knows that her league dreams are soon coming to an end? Correct. Now, I have another suggestion for a back row of the week. And yes. Chris, you're going to have more information than I do on that. But we, we were saddened today with the news of the passing of the great Chuck Berry. Yeah. You want more information as to how he passed? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, because you were alive at the time, <laughs> yeah. when he came out, Correct. Chris. 
You were there. You were there at that at the amazing live concert at, uh, at, at, at Albert show, Hall. The amazing live concert at Albert Hall, where he pulled out a a, a, a all crowd sing along of my dingling. It was great, great record. Look that, it up. That's true. I saw him at Sydney Stadium actually. Oh, here we go. And 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 was looking forward to growing up and seeing the Beatles, which was incredible as well. But look, the great man was ninety. I think uh, uh, all the rock and roll cognoscenti have said there is no rock and roll. There is no triple M. Without Chuck Berry. Well said. well said. And and we are looking for icons in rugby league and icons to be part of the game. I think it's a fantastic nomination. And uh, it, it is, a, it's a, you know, I mean, let's face it, the man was 90, but uh, it's still. That's uh, the thing. He had a good run. Yeah. He had a great innings. Tr- tremendous innings. It's what, it, it's what it symbolizes, you know, the end of an era. And because, you know, we're, we're coming into a year where so many sort of um, boomer icons are, are now sort of dropping off. It's, mm. yeah, this sort of symbolic, like, you know, we're coming into the end times, let's face it. Yep. The world is rooted, climate change, <laughs> Donald Trump. I think it's fitting that so many beloved people are like, well, right, I'm off. Yep. Well, I, I think he deserves back row of the week uh, up there with yeah. your, your mate from The Biggest Loser or whatever it is. I think he was an icon. Johnny, be good. Great so time. I like the concept of Chuck and Nicky packing into uh, a scrum <laughs> and doing the best for the great game of rugby league. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, this is uh, the back row on Sydney's Triple M. We'll be back shortly with a little segment called Just the Tip. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. Isn't that a nice little bit of moody I love Pearl Jam. There? Bloody love. Bloody love Pearl Jam. Uh, the band, of course, not the euphemism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, no. no let's hey. stop there. <laughs> AH, it's time for your favourite segment. Yes, this is the back row uh, with AH, Chris and Rose. And we're going to be wrapping up shortly, but uh, a little segment that I like to call, because I called it that, Just the Tip. We haven't got music for it, but I'm sure it'll be something cool Oh, eventually. that'll be pretty cool. We'll come up with some. Just the Tip. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if, if we pass probation and don't get a lot of uh, uh, complaints about how terribly this show went, then yeah, let's get some music on. It'll be a jingle so, in the Benny Hill style. Okay. So we're running, potentially, like just the three of us, we're running probably the most useless tipping comp because mm-hmm. being that this is a Sunday night, we have to put our tips in on the Sunday night. There could be any lot of um, controversy, scandals, yep. injuries before that Thursday. So Chris, how are we going? Oh, sorry, Rose, how are we going in the tally? I'll give you the update so far. We're, uh, we're into the third round uh, of the, well, I guess we're calling the Back Row Cup for now. Um, in third place, Chris Gale sitting on 13 points. Thank you. And second place uh, on 14 points is A.H. Hell Kaylee. yeah, baby. And in first place on 15 points, it's yours truly, the Roseman. First yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's hear and, it. Thank you, Felix. And you're actually administering this competition. There's a little bit of a... That's it, guys. I'm locking it down. Team Rose is going to win it this year. We're going all the way. We haven't settled on a name for the cup. I, in the early uh, offing, said, what about the Lachlan Rodonicus Cup? Lincoln Lincoln Rodonicus Cup. But I tell you what, I'm wondering, and we probably won't sort it out now, but there should be something at stake. If from the Triple M Grill team, oh. Mark Geyer went up against Gus Wallen last night yeah. in the Penrith v Roosters, Heavy. and there was a tattoo. He must be bloody hating Henry Perinara today. <laughs> in, in an area where we all sit. For stakes, what can we do? I mean, tattoo. I mean, have they crowded us out? Is it something like we're prepared to surrender a body part if we lose the competition? <laughs> yeah, I'll lose a finger. Yeah, fair enough. I don't need both my pinkies. Yeah, that's that's real. <laughs> let me t- let me tell you. I don't know. I'll cut my hair. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Either. We'll figure it out. We've got plenty of weeks to figure out what the punishment for last place is. But it really defines elective surgery, where you go in and say, "Doc, I need to have my index finger taken off." Why is that? 
I lost a tipping comp. That right. is rugby league. All right, so there's a lot on the line there's right now. There's a lot now. on the line. Rose, we've given you, uh, well, we'll start with you firstly. So, Rabbitohs Roosters, who are you going for? Rabbitohs Roosters, I think it's going to be a tight one, but I think the Roosters are on a roll. Chris? Chooks. You're going for the Chooks On the well? road. I'm going for the Chooks too, so it's oh, a, it's a trifecta among us for the uh, for the Rose Chooks. Panthers, Knights. I'm going Knights. I'm, I think, I, look, I know, but look, I'm in second place, so there's only really one way I can go down. I reckon... I'm I'm going for an upset there. All right, Chris. Well, Penrith beat us, so um, I'm ticking uh, Penrith. Yep, I'm with the Panthers as well. There you go, Broncos, Raiders. I'm going Raiders. I'm going to pick the Broncos there. I think they've looked good the last couple of rounds and uh, haven't gotten away with as many wins as I think they should have. Broncos. Yeah, and this station is giving it to me because they've got a replay of Raiders-Tigers right in front of me right now. Canberra beat us. I'm tipping Canberra. Um, Manly Bulldogs. Now, this is, I don't really care for either of these sides, oh, but righto. I guess I'm going to say Bulldogs because they love you so much, Rose. Smart move, babe. Rose and I have been mates for years. Go, Manly. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking my beloved dogs this week. I think you're going to get it done in Lotto Land. At Lotto Land. I just, I love it so much. <laughs> you can bet on I it. I love that they're, oh, it's just so good. I love that they're called Lotto Land. Um, yeah, no, nah, but we hope that the uh, the uh, results of the inquiry into the match <laughs> goes well. Due Eels, process. Eels, Sharks. I'm going Sharks, I think. Right. Well, you were saying before, if there's no Norman, there's no game. Yeah, I'm actually heading out to the game. If you uh, do see me out there, please don't say hello. Um, <laughs> no sharks. eye contact. Sharks. Felix, please stop looking in our eyes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, eyes on the panel. Thank you. Semi Rad Raja, picking the eels. You picking the eels? Yeah. Sharks. Oh, you, who are you going, Chris? Did you already say? Yes, sharks. I was too busy admonishing Felix. Yeah, yeah. You're having a go, with Felix. Titans, Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Um, actually, I don't think that's too controversial, really. No. No, I think JT will. Uh, Get them back to the promised land pretty quickly. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you guys, Cowboys. Tiger Storm. Sorry, Chris. I'm going Storm. Storm are going to crush you guys, Chris. The Storm will not win. Go the Tigers. Ooh. Oh, huge call. Hey, you want to put a tattoo oh. on the line, big fella? I'm a fan here. I, t- I tip my team. I mean, wow. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Give me a break. That... Is, this, is this over? <laughs> Can we go now? That segues perfectly, I think, into Dragons Warriors. And, uh, and yeah, so Chris, you and I, we have decided, and also in my tipping comp that I do with friends, there's actually a rule there that you have to tip your own team. You can't dog your team. Rose, you don't adhere to that. I know that you're tipping them this week, but you've said, like, nah, stuff them. I'll, I'll tip whoever I want, which means you are a dog in two senses of the word. Yeah. All puns accepted. Uh, yes, look, I'm more than happy to bet against my dogs if I don't think they're going to win that round. It's, it's fine by me. I Rose? Need to, yeah, what, Chris? You're on Australia. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Absolutely. And so will, of course, Dragons Warriors. I'm going to Dragons. And I want to make a connection with you with AH. Uh-huh. I want to get closer to you because we're going to be working on the show, hopefully, for some time. Well, I mean, we've known each other for a while. Yeah. Don't, please, <laughs> let's not on air. Okay. Warriors. Well, yeah, oh. well, it's a big call, Chris. A lot of people say the Warriors are a myth, and I agree with the Dragons. Oh, well, there we go. Look. <laughs> didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> I didn't expect that. Come back, Foz. We need you. <laughs> Look, this has been the back row on Sydney's Triple M. I'm AH. I'm Rose. I'm Chris. Wow, that was cool. <laughs> Thanks, Felix. <laughs> we'll make it a lot better by next week. Thanks so we'll much for tuning it. in. See you next Sunday. The back row on Triple M.